All right, guys, uh, Leo Cannell here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Today, my friends, we've got an amazing guest on with us today, someone who's going to help you get into the Seven Figures Club and also increase your net worth through smart, safe investments. We've got Eddie Speed here. He is an author, teacher, innovator, visionary. He grew up around horses, but in 1980, he learned there's more wealth to be built with a pencil than a rope. That's when his father-in-law, a pioneer of seller finance notes, taught him the ropes, so to speak, of the note business. Eddie has been perfecting this craft ever since. We're talking about 40 years of experience, you guys, introducing creative innovations that have changed the way note investing works in this country. Now, as the nation's most experienced note buyer, he literally has closed over 50,000 note deals. I have no idea how you get that many. He must have a great team. 50,000 note deals. He's launched Note School in 2000. He's been running that for 21 years, where anyone can learn the art of creative financing for performing and non-performing discounted mortgage notes. He is the owner and president of Colonial Funding Group, great name, which acquires and brokers discounted real estate secured notes and he's a principal in a family of private equity funds that acquire bulk note portfolios and thousands of note school students have testified to the wealth building life-changing power of his tried and true data-driven approach to note investing eddie welcome to the show there are over 32 million businesses in the u.s and over 90 percent of them will never break seven figures in annual sales so how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. How are you? You know what? We're just excited. I'm excited to learn a little bit uh, more about the uh, note buying opportunities and some of the types of uh, returns that uh, you can generate. So just off the off the cusp here, you know, what are some of the, you know, target return percentages that you like to look at or that someone who's interested in any investment, you know, should be targeting? And how do you assess the risk, you know, of an asset class like note buying? Well, there's basically two sides of, of the note business. And, and, you know, as you read my resume, you really saw that, right? Note school teaches people strategies like I do in my self-directed retirement account, which can have a phenomenal return on your investment. You can take a thousand dollars and turn it into a hundred thousand, but you got to know how to do something, right? It's not, it's not totally, uh, you're 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 not passively thinking you're actively thinking then there's the passive investor the we call him the burnout landlord the hobbyist landlord right guy that that bought a rental property and thought he was making a great investment but found well, I've out been there Eddie found out he bought a job right so that's kind of our that's a that's a typical passive investor and and so a passive investor might earn you know, say five, six, possibly 7% interest, but buy something really safe and actually get a check. Something different than he found out with his landlording when he found out his spreadsheet and his checking account weren't talking to each other, right? Then on the note school side, you know, or somebody active in the business, 
people people say, Eddie, what is it you what is it Note School really teaches? And it's very simple. We teach financial modeling. We teach people how to structure financing uh, so that they can get a higher return, but not push themselves in an unsafe zone. Perfect. Well, thanks for sharing that, Eddie, and giving us an overview. And we're going to dive into the details of how this business uh, works. But let's go back to the very beginning, you know, when you were a kid growing up and, and uh, going through high school. Who was Eddie like? And uh, what was your path like in childhood that you feel like led you to a path of entrepreneurship? Well, I was a cowboy. I grew up in Mississippi. Uh, a lot of people don't think there's any cowboys in Mississippi. That's not true. In fact, I grew up in, in the cattle auction barn and, you know, we sold horses and cattle and, and, the, and, and you say, what did that have to do with the finance business? And it didn't have anything to do with it except I learned to work hard, right? And because I grew up around a bunch of adults that when they said get after it, they meant get after it. <laughs> you know, they weren't, they, uh, they, uh, they were good to me, but they were, they expected a lot of me. And so that was a good background for me. I met my father-in-law. Um, I graduated with an associate's degree in ranch management and uh, had a horse accident and had a horse fall on top of me uh, soon after that. And so I went, I moved, I did, I did that in Texas where I now live. And, but I moved back to Mississippi because that's where my parents live. And I basically, I was broke. And I, and so I got started, I was a horse inspector and I met a gentleman that later became my father-in-law and he introduced me to the world of buying discounted seller finance notes. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. And I started with him basically as an apprenticeship. And uh, he, he was a, he was an old Southern gentleman, an ex-fireman, millionaire next door, that, that story, right? And he said, son, I'm going to teach you how to let, make a lot more money with a pencil than you will wipe and sweat. And, uh, and so, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Tell me what. And so this one thing led to another and it's just been a fun journey. Beautiful. Now, Eddie, it, help us out and help our audience understand what is a discounted seller finance note? What is that exactly? Well, let me give you a quick explanation of a discounted note that I think we can all relate to. Let's just say, Leo, that you didn't have a checking account or you couldn't get to your checking account. And I gave you a check for a thousand bucks. Okay. So could you go cash that check? Absolutely. You could go to a check cashing service, yeah, right? Outside of your bank, you could go to a check cashing service. You would flip the check over, endorse the back of the check, hand it to the guy at the check cashing service, and he would give you some cash. How much? Well, it'd probably be a little bit less than a thousand dollars. He'd have a service fee for helping me cash that check. I'm guessing. You see, that's a belief that they have a service fee. It's not a service fee. They simply bought your note at a discount. So if they gave you eight hundred and fifty bucks for your thousand dollar check, they're now entitled to collect a thousand bucks. That's not a service fee. They just bought your note. A check is a note. They bought your note at a discount but they're legally entitled to collect the full amount of the note. That's a discounted note. Now, what is a discounted note secured by real estate? Well, 
a bank makes a loan and they secure it not only with a promise to pay the note, but they also secure it with a mortgage against the property, correct? Well, an individual can own or finance his own property, land or a house or a building or whatever, and he can say, I'm not only the seller of the property, but I'm going to carry the financing for you. Seller financing, owner financing. Now, when I started in 1980, owner financing was really common because of high interest rates. People would owner finance because the bank rates weren't affordable. Eddie, they, how, how high were those interest rates back in the 1980s? Well, they, they peaked at 21%. Oh, my goodness. Can you guys imagine that? 21% interest rates back in the 80s. Wow, we, we should be pretty grateful for today's interest rates, huh? You know, and it's funny, like, uh, you know, I can remember those days. And of course, I've been doing it 40 years and I've lived through different cycles. You'll think you'd think a business could never survive. And then what happens is the industry finds another use for the business it never knew before. So this is really when the business kind of was formed because people were forced to sell or finance and yet they needed cash. So they would come to us and say, we have a hundred thousand dollar note. Would you pay us 65,000 bucks, pay us cash today and you receive that note income in the future. That's how I got started. So buying notes at a discount. And then of course, as the market cycles and there's different reasons today, why would somebody sell or finance a property? Let me take, give you two great reasons. Hobbyist landlords, and there's 17 million houses owned by hobbyist landlords. A hobbyist landlord would sell or finance because there's a little known IRS strategy that allows you to stretch your capital gains out over 10 or 20 years. Oh, say it isn't so, Eddie. Oh, it's so. If you own or finance your property and elect an installment sales basis, you can stretch your capital gains out over a long period of time. That would be a terrific strategy for a small-time landlord that the property appreciation has been good to him just owning the property and dealing with a tenant hasn't. Right? That's a good, that's a very good reason. So there's a tax reason that seller financing can make sense. And the other reason is, is did you know in a housing boom right now that we have a credit crunch? 35% of the people that could get a mortgage before the virus can't get one today. So, really? so, so why is that? Uh, why, are, why are so many people now struggling uh, to qualify for credit uh, after the pandemic? Well, let, 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 me, let me say that we have a shortage of listings, which has positioned the real estate market to be on fire. But there's, there's a good bit of noise behind the market that the mortgage banking industry is paying attention to. So they only want to, they don't want to do any form of risky lending today. That's why they've tightened up the credit criteria. And the affordability factor is a gigantic thing, right? We're cusping on the fact that mortgages just flat because of the appreciation in property values, the mortgages aren't matching the payments that the consumer that would buy the house can pay. So for those reasons, we have a credit crunch, about 35% off of where we were before the virus, which means that we have a lot of people that are really good that the mortgage industry, just call it, have left behind. The opportunity to sell or finance a great buyer is very possible today. And so there's there's probably a few ways to look at this if, uh, if you're wanting to get into this. Obviously, Someone who, like you said, is a small-time landowner, maybe owns a, you know two or three houses that they're renting out, 
and they like to sell them, but for whatever reason, I mean, one of the problems I am seeing or hearing from a lot of people that are investors is they go to get the financing and because they had to have such a high sales price, the sales price actually doesn't coincide with the appraised value, right? So there's this gap there and you, you can't get, even if you have the good credit, you can't. And so there's an opportunity there with seller financing. So what, what are the best ways to get into this business? Obviously, if you already own a property, you're looking to maybe do some seller financing, but how does one you know, go about finding these opportunities because you know it's not going to be on the MLS service. So where, where do you go to find these opportunities, and and what type of uh, returns should should you be searching for? So most people that come into our industry come from two different perspectives. Some guys say, "I just want to buy somebody else's note. I don't want to go do a real estate deal. I don't want to go do all that stuff. I just want to go find." somebody else's note and I want to buy that. And we, and we actually own a platform where people can do that called Notes Direct. So they can just go on there and just buy a note. Eddie, what, what's the website uh, address? Notes, notesdirect.com. Well, that's a great uh, web URL, guys. Notesdirect.com. And you can actually, so it's kind of like a, a third party, you know, platform, a marketplace, if you will, where you can purchase these notes. That's, that's it. You can go buy a note. You don't have to go sell a property. And then other people say, well, I would like, I'd like to investigate it, what Eddie's talking about, maybe these tax strategies and stuff and sell my rentals. Let's just call it possibly at close to the top of the market. Sell my rental. And then all of a sudden I'd become the bank on my, my rental property and not, uh, not the landlord. A lot less work, a lot better income, a lot of good reasons that could make sense. So, so one guy says, I don't want to deal in property. One guy says, I don't want to deal in property anymore. And the other guy says, I want to deal in property all the time. So we then we help uh, everything from, from kind of not high volume real estate investors to the highest volume house buyers in the industry. And we help them train them how to use creative finance strategies to make their real estate investing business better. So it's a pretty good spectrum, pretty passive to extremely active. And we've sort of figured out how to fill that gap in between uh, with people in different situations. All right, well, let's uh, look at the anatomy of a deal here. Let's say I've got $100,000 to invest. Uh, what would uh, I look for? What type of return could I generate if I you know, had that $100,000 and went out and bought $100,000 in, in discounted notes. So let's just say you had $100,000 and you wanted to go buy, buy like what I would say is a super safe note. So you might get anywhere from as low as a 5% annual in, you know, interest on your investment yield. Or you might tick up and get find one that's say like 7%, but you're not going to go buy that at double digit returns unless you go find it direct from a customer, which is a lot more of an active strategy. We teach it, but passive investors don't generally want to do that. So there's ways that you can find like a really safe note and do it at a low return. Now, somebody say, may say, hey, I'm willing to learn more, spend a little more time understanding this if I can get a lot better return. Now, let me tell you a crazy idea, Leo. My wife will take a our Roth IRA account, right? We can self-direct and she can buy a note, a $100,000 note. 
she can buy that note at a discount. Now just say hypothetically, we buy that note for 80 cents on the dollar, a better price than we would have way back in the 80s, right? Because the market's tighter. So let's just say that she bought that note for 80,000 bucks, a 20 year cash flow, 20 years of payments every month, let's call it a thousand bucks a month. That's not exactly the math, but close enough, right? She buys that for $80,000 because she gives them cash today. Then she has an investor that comes along and says, Martha, it's my wife's name. Martha, I'm just passive. I'm just a dentist. I'm just, I, I like real estate, but I don't like rentals anymore. Can you find me something I could buy? Now, Martha's already bought this asset, right? She goes, well, I'll tell you what, doc, I'll sell you the, the first 10 years of these payments for $79,000. Now he's going to earn, say, a 6% return on his money, but he's safe. And Martha doesn't get any of the rest of her money until he gets all of his money. He likes that. He funds $79,000. Remember what we paid for it? We paid 80. It was, it was 80. Yeah. So we paid 80,000. We just sold it to the dentist for 79,000. Half of the payments. Then after 10 years, remember it was a 20 year cash flow. After 10 years, Martha has $1,000 invested and she gets 10 years worth of those payments. That's $1,000 to turn it into over 100,000 tax-free. Outstanding. Now, 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 hold on. If I own the note here, who owns the asset? Who owns the, the single family home you know, that's sitting there? Who owns that? The borrower. Have you, have you ever had a mortgage, uh, a mortgage on your house? Sure. You owned the house, but the bank owned the mortgage on your house. The bank owned the right to collect your payments. Now that bank could turn around and go sell that your, your mortgage note and probably has to some other mortgage banker or an insurance company or, right? They can sell the right to receive those payments. Loans are so, you know, hundreds of thousands of loans are sold on Wall Street, mortgage-backed securities. So let's let's do an example here. Let's say uh, let's say Bob, you know, now, now does the home need to be owned free and clear by the seller, or is it okay if he still has a mortgage? Or what do you look for in that? Well, that gets into too many possibilities. Let's just say in this analogy. The guy owns it free and clear. Okay. I mean, that's what you want to look for, right? You want to look for a well, uh, property that's owned free and clear and then buy the discounted seller finance note that way. Let's go, let's go back to the landlord story. Okay. 17 million houses are owned by people that own less than five houses. Uh, the small time landlord way dominates the rental market. 50% gotcha. of those do not have a mortgage. So the, the, the free and clear dimension in the small-time landlord is gigantic. So it's very common that somebody shows up with an owner finance note. They owner finance their rental, right? Now they're just collecting payments as the bank, and they don't have to go do the work of a landlord. And then they come along, and they want to sell that note, right? And then they sell the note. Now they find Martha, or Martha finds them. And Martha says, hey, I'll give you 80,000 bucks for this note. And Martha already knows this dentist. She already has probably built a relationship with him. And, and let's just say that the house sold for 
125,000, as you said earlier, and they pay 25,000 in cash. It's not, this isn't hundred percent finance. This buyer has good uh, credit. They have, they have good equity in the property. And so you're buying a pretty safe investment. And this dentist that's buying the cash flow from you is buying a very safe investment. So how the money was made in here, how Martha made money was not that she went and bought a fix and flip and mowed the front yard or put a new door up. How Martha made money was with her mind. She made money because she understood how to buy the whole pizza and sell half the pizza to recover most of her investment. And then for the remaining half of the pizza, the back 10 years, she had a small amount of money invested that she could go turn into huge dollars. That is financial modeling. Brilliant. So for the audience listening here and clearly very intrigued, just like I am, um, obviously uh, the, the first website you gave us was, uh, what was it? It was Note. Notesdirect.com. That's how you could just go find Notes a note. Direct. You don't need to find Martha. Okay. You could just go find your own note. Okay. So Notesdirect.com. And then probably a lot would like to get some education on this. So where do we go for note schooling and what's the website there? And and what are the opportunities to learn? Because this sounds like something that could, you know, be a whole career, a whole investment opportunity, provide some financial independence. How do we connect in that regard? So, so in preparation of knowing I was doing this, I had my marketing team set up a, a, a page to go show you this strategy that we talk about Martha doing, right? And it's called noteschool.com forward slash grow wealth. So it is specifically going through the, the scenario that I described that my wife has now become very well known of using retirement accounts and just using her creativity to go build wealth and money, of course. Okay, guys, I am at that uh, page right now. It's uh, beautiful. So it's noteschool.com forward slash grow wealth. And there's a, a simple class there, some tools, everything that you guys are going to need to kind of get started and learn more about this incredible opportunity here of owning notes. It, it almost seems like a, a great way to be involved with real estate where it's safe, it's secure, you can earn great returns, but it also sounds like it's a little bit less of a headache. Is that uh, a good way of putting it? People say... Uh, what is a perfect note school student? A perfect note school student is either somebody that's tried landlording and essentially got burned out or somebody that says landlording sounds like something that's a bigger task than I want to take on. So we are an alternative to landlording and people find that you mean, Eddie, instead of being a landlord, I can be the bank. That's my that's that's a note school student. Well, that sounds fun to me. I think a lot of us would much rather be the bank than the landlord. Again, guys, that's noteschool.com forward slash grow wealth. And uh, you can get access to some tools, amazing education and opportunity to work here with Eddie and his team and, and join an industry that's uh, always going to do well. Like, like uh, Eddie said, he's been doing this for 40 years. He's done it when real estate's been up. He's done it when it's been down, but it's making returns regardless. And it's a great way to do it. So noteschool.com forward slash grow wealth. And Eddie, thank you so much for being a guest on the Seven Figures Club podcast today. It was a great time. Thank you for having me. 
Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.